Vision has just the right mix of music, inspiration and fun to kickstart your day. Rise and shine with Fel and DJ. Weekdays at breakfast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, for some of us who might be old enough to remember when life was simple, things were easy in the sense of you could say things without someone coming down on you like a ton of bricks. Well, things have changed, haven't they, with the way that our culture is transforming. And we're seeing it with our own eyes, and isn't it happening quickly? Let's get some thoughts today on the changing culture and Bill Muhlenberg, Christian cultural commentator, back with us. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me again. Bill, one of your latest articles is entitled Culture Wars, Identity Politics and the Politicization of Everything. And what captures my imagination and my attention in that title is this idea of the politicization of everything, because part of what we talk about when we discuss things like free speech uh, is all of a sudden everything we say has become political. What are your thoughts as you've been reflecting on those things this past week? Yeah, well, we have been uh, going this direction for some time now in the West, sadly, where everything is political. Uh, As you say, uh, you know, even our conversation, our speech, even jokes, everything now, you have to be careful you don't offend somebody, some uh, person in some group identification scenario. You know, always going to be somebody offended about something, whether racial, sexual divide, class divide, whatever little group identity people want to take for themselves, they'll get upset with something. In fact, I think there was just a program this week on uh, Sky News about the end of the larrikin or something like that, you know, looking at the old Australian humor, which today you can't even get away with. So... There's at least two aspects of this. Uh, One, it's um, for those who do know a bit about their radical politics, and I used to be one. I was a leftist. I was a Marxist back in my wild youth. So those who know about that will know there's really nothing new here. Marxism has always wanted to politicize everything. Uh, everything is political, everything is part of the revolution, everything is part of uh, gaining power and control. So with all the rioting and mayhem and rage that we see once again now, well, that's simply the latest expression of it. Uh, in fact, back in the late 60s, much of the West went through the same with riots and the, the new left and the hippie movement, which, again, I was part of at the time. So we're seeing a repeat of this, but uh, if all that's a bit too vague and abstract, one simply has to look at Australian sporting stadiums uh, this past weekend. Uh, Everybody giving the knee. This is the new phrase here where everybody's getting down the knee uh, ostensibly to, you know, end racism. But it's a political gesture. Sure, we can all be, you know, rightly so against racism. But for heaven's sakes, most people go to the football on the weekend to escape politics, to escape all these concerns, to escape all these uh, big issues and just to have a few hours of fun and entertainment watching guys kick a ball around. And yet even there we see the politicization of uh, football. 
fact, this has been going on for some time as well, right? We have indigenous rounds, and we have gay pride rounds, and we have, you know, every weekend they have another political identity group pushing their agenda. What happened to just having fun at football? So that's what we mean by, sadly, this politicization of all things. When we use that word politicization, uh, there's something that is deeper at play, it seems, Bill. And that's the issue of power, because if you've got to scramble to have your voice heard, to be recognised and to be seen as correct in that set of political correct sense, power is the thing that's at issue here. What are your thoughts around people scrambling for power? Well, as I say, having been a part of the radical left, uh, I can speak to it uh, personally as much as historically and intellectually. uh, The left routinely has been about power. Certainly Marxism is all about gaining control, gaining power. It used to be done by the edge of a gun, right? Tanks and planes and bombs and bullets. uh, That kind of morphed into what we call cultural Marxism, They realized that the revolution wasn't happening quite as spontaneously as they expected it would. So then they changed tact and said, instead of revolution without, we'll have evolution within. But the same goal was there, to control power, to seize control of uh, a nation. So if you can work your way through the institutions of power and influence, law and education, the media... Even the churches, if you can gain those institutions, take them over, well, you've pretty well achieved your aims of taking over a society. So the rioting and looting and mayhem we see on the streets now is just one vocal expression of it. But you could rightly say, as I put in my recent piece, well, we've had a whole decade now where the radical leftists have been at work in our school system at all levels, whether grade school, primary school, universities, so many of the left have now taken over our schools and are doing such a good job of indoctrinating our young people. Uh, why are we surprised to see uh, young people now writhing on the streets? They've uh, learned their lessons well at school, sadly. In fact, I just this week was teaching a group of uh, Christians, and I pointed out how the left has long said if we can target kids, young people, uh, you know, we will be very successful at instilling our agenda. And I think that's sadly what we see now. So everything has become political. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a big ass to start turning all this around. Well, we might be able to recognise that in our history, when things were much quieter, that people gave a lot more assent to the idea that there is a God and uh, that he is the creator of all people equal. And so we've got this idea of gender equality. We've got this idea of racial equality that comes because we're all created in the image and likeness of God. So if you move away from that, Bill, then everything has to become political. Everybody has to scramble and battle to be heard and to have their own value uh, affirmed. And, of course, it's not just gender and it's not just race because, as you've said, sport, but it's also business. It's also the arts. Everybody is politicised. 
Yeah, well, everything everything's up for grabs, and, and you're right to point out the the main cause here. Uh, you know, Christians of all people know the main cause. As we become more and more secular in the West, as we throw God out more and more in America, Australia, Europe, uh, well, you know, what are we left with? Now things like racism and sexism are important issues but they do flow from uh, the whole concept of being made in the image of God. Christians have good reasons why we want to treat all people equally and fairly, but when you throw God out of the picture, then you're left, uh, you know, flailing away here, trying to think, why should we treat people properly? Uh, And, well, it often doesn't work. So we have all these Black Lives Matters protests going on, in which a lot of people are not being treated very well. Uh, Often it's simply reverse racism. Now whites are being targeted. Whites are being attacked. In fact, many of the black uh, businesses themselves went up in flames. So they're not even, you know, it's more about riot and anarchy than really concern about anybody. So uh, when we get rid of God, we don't do a good job of helping people. And that's certainly simply the biblical point of view. You have the two great commandments, love God with all your heart, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And that order is vital. We can't really love our neighbor until we first properly love God. So uh, when we throw God out of the picture, all of our claims to be concerned about other people, uh, they tend to go up in smoke, just like a lot of the buildings and businesses and statues are going up in smoke at the moment. I suspect there's a little bit of logic in here, that when you have God, the transcendent God, and you have a rule of law, and God is a part of that, then you have order. And now that's just normal, and we could probably identify the evidence throughout history. But if you take God out, then you have everything being politicized. The only direction here, Bill, appears to be chaos. So you have order versus chaos. We're heading down that chaos road now, and I guess what we've seen in the United States, in the city of Seattle, in Washington State, uh, where whole blocks have been taken over and police have been ejected. It's like a an ejection of God, an ejection of law. And uh, that's an illustration of chaos, I imagine. Yeah, well, absolutely. They go together. In fact, we speak of the enemy, Satan is the lawless one, and so on. Uh, so anarchy is part of the dark side, certainly not part of God. Uh, and we get the right balance, I think, as Christians. We don't want everything politicized, but we don't want anarchy either. Uh, the properly understood notion of separation of church and state comes into play here. That's actually a Christian concept. When Jesus talked about render to Caesar things that are his and the things that are God's, he was making that proper separation between, uh, you know, the realms. There is a place for the state. There is a place for political activities. There's a place for the church. Uh, everything shouldn't be size, but everything shouldn't be chaotic either. So the Christian mix, it seems, gets it right. Uh, But as we say, as we throw God out, well, you end up with Seattle and the madness that's going on there. There's, uh, you know, rioting going on there, people being beat up. I believe a Christian preacher went in there the other day. He was beaten up by the mob. 
So uh, it's a scary scene right now. If you have six blocks uh, taken over by the mob, that's one thing. But we're seeing all over the West the attempt to tear down entire nations and replace it with what? You know, it's a lot easier to tear down than to replace it with something good and sustainable. But the revolutionaries have never been very good at that second part. They're only good at destroying. And uh, so we need to pray quite a bit now that these forces of anarchy and revolution uh, do not succeed any further. Bill, we might be looking to our political leaders for some level of leadership and restoration of order, but given what we've just discussed, both sides don't appear to be in any way able to capture that political will because there isn't specifically an alignment with a god of order. Uh, what are your thoughts here when people are thinking, well, we better you know, vote one way or another to say uh, we'll get some solution here? Yeah, well, it is a reality. I mean, there is still some distinction. Uh, those on the left tend to be more in favor of all this madness. Simply go back to Seattle, Washington, both the mayor of Seattle and the governor of Washington are both left-wing Democrats. In fact, most of the places where we've had rioting go unchecked with no police presence have been Democrat strongholds. So uh, Republican President Trump is saying, look, if you guys don't get your house in order, uh, we will. We will step in and bring about some peace and stability in the midst of all the rioting and chaos. So sometimes it still can... uh, break down into party lines. But uh, as you say, mostly uh, when there's the Christian connection, and now of all things, we're seeing places like Eastern Europe, places like Romania and Hungary, where, you know, former communist nations now really strongly uh, running with Christian values, pro-family values, encouraging marriage, discouraging abortion, homosexuality. So God is able, at least in odd places, you know, the, much of the West is going up in smoke, but uh, former communist nations are now going back to where they once were, putting God at the center, and that's really having a marked effect on so many other cultural and social policies. So, yeah, there can be a connection. And, uh, you know, the ideal is to have not just kind of sound, sensible, conservative values, but wedded to eternal Christian truths. Yes, challenging times and good insights. Once again, Bill Muhlenberg, and for listeners who want to read this particular article and others that Bill's been writing about the culture wars and identity politics and indeed the idea of the politicisation of everything, simply Google Culture Watch, one word, or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.